Welcome to Take Flight, where we give you the marketing and leadership tools you need to take your brand and business to new heights. My name is Sean Sitters, and today we'll be talking about our rebrand surprise. Our company has officially launched its rebrand to Mallard Agency with a new podcast name, look and feel to complement the change. Now almost three years into business, it's been kind of a roller coaster, as I know a lot of you can relate with. And you all have been along for the journey as we've discussed the ins and outs of leadership and effective marketing up until this point. Today, I'm so excited to be joined by Delaney Washam, Mallard Agency's new marketing operations coordinator, who joined our team in the midst of this rebranding process. Let's dive in. Well, everyone, so excited to have you here at this slightly rebranded, slightly new uh, podcast called Take Flight. If you've been along for the ride thus far, you know that we've been referring to this podcast as the Branding Blueprint Podcast for a little while. And you'll probably also remember that our business um, has been known as Craftsman Creative for the last almost three years. And today, actually, is the official launch of our new brand here at Mallard Agency. I'm really excited about all of the work that's gone into rebranding our agency, and we'll dive into all the specifics of why we decided to do that and what's gone into that and hopefully give you something of value in terms of what that might mean for your brand as you move forward and whether or not you're experiencing the potential of a rebrand for yourself or if you're just trying to better your brand and your business and take it to new heights. We're excited to just talk about what that's looked like for us and how that might benefit you. But before we get into all of that, I'd love to introduce um, Delaney Washam. Delaney, hi. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me. Yeah, totally. Delaney's actually a pro at podcasting. I, through the interview process, actually stumbled upon a podcast interview that she had conducted in the past, and I listened to that, and it only added to all the many reasons to why we brought you onto the team. But uh, just don't show me up today. (laughs) Well, thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. That was a sympathetic response, but I'll take it because I need it right about now. Delaney, tell me about what brings you to the table today. Tell me about the role you play here at Mallard, and let's start with that. Yeah, so I am the Marketing Operations Coordinator, which is a new position to the Mallard team, and I'm super excited to be here just surrounded by so many incredible creatives and strategists. It's been a really fun journey so far. This is a role that I didn't know that I initially saw myself in, but I'd studied strategic communication at TCU. And this just seemed like a natural fit when Sean had pitched it to me and through the interview process. So my role with Mallard really is helping with the marketing of the brand itself. Our staff, our team is so busy working so hard for our clients. And so because of that, our own branding can sometimes fall to the wayside. And so I'm kind of stepping into that, helping with socials, helping with all of the other marketing elements that you might see. And then on the other side of that, that operation side, I'm helping out with a lot of office coordination, creating standard operating procedures or SOPs, and just helping the team function and filling in gaps where they're needed. That's awesome. You have filled two very, very important gaps in our business that just for any business owner out there that started a business, you know how hard it can be to Uh, market yourself, which is what we do so, so well for our clients, but it can be really difficult to do that for ourselves. And any of my agency friends out there know exactly what I'm talking about. And then on the operations side, I think that applies to all businesses, really. It's just a struggle to come up with really defined 
really well thought out, but also not convoluted processes that our team can follow so that we can be as great as possible. And all of this kind of comes to a, a head today <laughs> in the launch of Mallard Agency. And I thought it might be a good place to start to say, well, why in the world would you even rebrand your company? You had a lot of great things going for you with Craftsman and with Branding Blueprint Podcast and with really we've experienced quite a bit of growth over the last few years, which I'm so incredibly grateful for. But I thought it might be interesting to kind of just dive into the why behind all of it. So maybe we can start there. I'll just start by saying that we kind of didn't know what we were doing with whenever we started this business. We actually made a video a little while ago and kind of showed like my wife and I sitting on the couch, like really just trying to figure out what was this thing going to look like and what was it going to be called? And so as we've matured and as we've progressed, we've really thought it's important for us to establish a long-term brand that we can go by for a really long duration of time and one that really represents our service offering that represents our small but mighty nature really well. We've really established a lot of clarity in terms of what we do and who we do it for. We offer branding and strategy, video production, and outsource marketing execution for mid-sized businesses primarily. And because of all of that additional clarity, it made sense both internally and externally for us to welcome to the table a new name. And if anybody out there has ever tried to either name a business or rename a business, and also take into account you know, protecting that name over a long period of time. That is a really challenging exercise. And I know you came in at the kind of very tail end of that, Delaney, but you've kind of seen the brand come to life. Talk to me about mm -hmm. your initial reactions and also what you're excited about as we move forward uh, with a new brand. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was really drawn to the work that this company produces and just the storytelling aspect of it all. And so when I heard that we were changing, I think it was my first day I might have heard that we were we were going to rebrand. I was like, oh, okay, this is a shift. But when I heard Sean's vision for it, I was really excited. I think Mallard just really definitely encapsulates all the work that we're trying to do here. I love what you said about the small but mighty. I think that's definitely true of this team. And so getting to know everybody on on this team and getting to see how my role fits into it, it's been really fun to to kind of get creative with Mallard, with the branding, with the marketing, and see how each member of the team contributes to that in different ways. So Dylan helping with videography, and we have Tag who's creating all of our design elements and seeing him get to put a spin on it and talking to McKinley and Ashley and Mike and everyone else has just been really cool to see how the whole team also gets to be involved in this process and make Mallard really what it is. So mm. I think that's also helped me being a newer teammate to see all of that happen because it's helped me understand each person's role so much better. Yeah, totally. That's a really great perspective. And maybe it might make sense to kind of walk through like the, we've kind of established the why, you know, it's kind of a, a growing up moment, if you will, but also maybe giving a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of what were the steps that were actually involved in coming to this name change and this rebrand that you're probably also seeing in addition to actually listening to right now. And really, once we had identified that this was something that we were going to do, you really had to focus on what what was the actual name going to be. And that, like I mentioned, is a very challenging mm -hmm. process to come up with uh, a name that is both, once again, protectable as well as memorable and, and also just feels authentic to the culture that yeah. you've created, the work that you do. 
And I really feel like Mallard has encapsulated all of those things. We're also kind of changing from craftsman creative, and I really see strategy as one of our core skill sets. We're kind of 50-50. I'm sure you've noticed that, Delaney, just in being here for a short amount of time. Yeah, definitely. I think I was initially drawn by seeing the video and that storytelling aspect, but getting to be now in meetings and getting to see Mm -hmm. how that strategy aspect has grown so much. When we're sitting down and talking about different clients and pitches, it's not just how can we make this beautiful, it's how can we make this effective? How can this actually help the client? How will this help their long-term goals? And how can we create something that, again, is both, like you said, 50% is equally beautiful and strategic at the same time? Yeah, and that has really been the kind of like progression of our business over time is fine-tuning both of those things, pouring resources, pouring fuel onto the, the both of those fires to kind of create one larger fire, if you will. And once we kind of established what that name was going to be, which, by the way, was, I mean, golly, probably weeks, probably months of actually researching and, you know, running that name by a number of outside third parties to get their perspective and honestly coming to my wit's end (laughs) in moments and being like, there is just simply not a word in the world that will encapsulate who we are. And but we eventually did find it. And then you kind of that's really just the beginning. It it doesn't feel that way whenever you reach that. It's like, oh, we've reached the pinnacle finally. Yes. And then no, (laughs) you actually are just getting started. And then we kind of almost use this as an opportunity to test our process in a little bit Mm -hmm. in in a way. We have a, a, a plan that historically has been called the branding blueprint, funny enough. And we have since rebranded that as well as of today to our field guide. And that field guide is a seven-step plan for success. If you listen to the early episodes of this podcast, we went through all of those different steps and we actually followed our own playbook, if you will. So we rediscovered ourselves. We came up with a new identity. We established our messaging. We established a new website. We'd really love for you to check that out. Established video assets and photography, a new strategy and a completely new way of going through marketing execution. And those seven steps are what we do for clients all the time, but we did it for ourselves in this instance. And so that was really revealing, honestly, for me. You know, I put that plan together and it's been so successful for so many clients, but it's mostly executed on by our team Mm -hmm. at this point in the business. And it was really revealing for me to see what worked and what didn't. And I'm really glad to say that most of it was really successful. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that that will shine through and how we represent ourselves moving forward. But yeah, tell me, you know, as we kind of went through the steps of rebranding. From your perspective, how do you think we became stronger in that process? And, you know, don't necessarily compare Craftsman to Mallard, or or you can, I guess, but how do you see us kind of progressing forward? And and what are the changes that you're noticing? I think to that point, what makes us so much stronger as a result of going through this process would definitely be just that fine-tuning of messaging. Messaging is so important. The way you communicate to the world about who you are and what you do, not only in the business world, but also in life is extremely important. And just being able to identify what makes you who you are and to clearly communicate that is really half the challenge. So you can think of it honestly on a personal level. How do you tell other people who you are? How do you demonstrate that? How do you demonstrate your skills and your offerings and your purpose, what you bring to the table? And so to take that to a brand and personify it in a way was extremely helpful. Again, I think, like I said earlier, having each member of the team who's so critical to making Mallard 
who Mallard is, what Mallard is, get to speak into that and give their talents to our own brand is really special. I think there's just so much buy-in from everyone who's here and so much buy-in, obviously, from you, Sean, of course. Just getting to see all of that play out has been just insanely cool, honestly. I think getting to see a company who produces an amazing product, that branding blueprint, the field guide now that you say, which also is available for free download on our website too. So like looking through that and getting to learn through that, I think, yeah, has just really strengthened who we are, what we do, and has made that easier to communicate to clients. I think it's really exciting to tell even existing clients who have already taken through the branding blueprint, but now the field guide, getting to see them experience this rebrand with us, I think is only going to solidify what we offer them because we're showing, hey, we don't just talk the talk, like we walk the walk too. Like this is something we're constantly evaluating. And so your brand should evaluate it too. How can you make yourself stronger? How can you more clearly communicate to your clients, to your customer base, what it is that you do and getting to say, hey, like we get it. We've been where you are. And here's how we got through it. And we want to help you do that, too. Totally. It was really challenging for me to even like accept this inevitability Mm -hmm. of having to go through this exercise, because truthfully, it's like a really vulnerable place as like an agency to put yourself out there and say, we're going to rebrand ourselves because there's just more eyes on that naturally, because that's your core product at the end of the day. Right. So the way you market yourself is the is the capability that you're representing to the market that you're able to to offer. So that created some fear in me, if I'm being totally honest. But what I quickly realized and what I recognized was that the people that we've assembled in this place are so incredibly talented in so many different ways that can all come together to create a unified and a clear brand. And brand means all the things that are included in the seven-step plan that we just mentioned. It's not just your logo. It's not just our message. It's not just your video. It's not just your website. It is all encompassing. It is the feeling that you create in your target consumer. And your brand matters a lot right now. I feel it. I'm sure most other businesses out there feel it. And for anybody listening out there, I guess the second part of this podcast that I think would make a lot of sense and might be as as helpful as possible is to kind of run through a couple of tips and or questions to consider. First and foremost, what would some reasons be for somebody wanting to rebrand? Do you have any any thoughts, Delaney, and then I can follow up with some of my own? Yeah, for sure. I think for one, if you if your brand doesn't tell the story of what you actually offer or what you do, that could create a ton of confusion. And so if there's confusion I think you've said this before, Sean, but the product or the company that clients and consumers understand the most is the one that they're going to go with. So the one that has almost like the the less hard, in a sense, your brain has to work to make a decision that is hard, like mm. choosing an agency or choosing an insurance company or choosing this or that. The brand, the company, the service that's able to most clearly communicate that is the one that's going to be chosen. And so you need to have a logo, you need to have a mission statement, you need to have offerings that make sense for what it is that you're actually doing. Because if people are confused, there's not going to be buy-in. So Mm. I think that's one that's really important. I think, two, just if there's a lot of services that have the same name or same similar looking logos, you want to make sure that you differentiate yourself because a lot of markets are really oversaturated. So you have to make sure that you stand out in a positive way. So that means polished, 
That means clarity. So those are two things that come to mind. But Sean, what would you add to that list? You know, I I, <laughs> I have a little bit of a like an alternative perspective. I totally agree with everything you said, but I also think about things from like the business owner seat. And I'm like, what are the practical things that might come up in totally. my business that would be like rebrand time? I don't think that's a decision you should ever take lightly, by the way, because I do believe in generating brand equity over time and making sure that you don't simply change for the sake of change. I think there needs to be reason and impetus for that. And you definitely do not want to do it too many times, that's for sure. But if you find yourself in one of these scenarios, I would say consider it or at least have the conversation internally and maybe bring in an outside partner to to give you some advice. But if you're going through a, a big growing up moment, if you are if your business has grown a lot in the last few years, if you have, you know, grown by two, three, four or five times and your previous brand just simply can't keep up. You can probably notice that, by the way, based off of how your internal team is feeling about it and or how the market is reacting to it, I would encourage you to seek out feedback. And if people feel like your product is outweighing your brand, that's probably a good sign that you should probably level up your branding to match your service offering. The second thing that comes to mind is if you are having a really hard time creating alignment internally. We have a lot of clients who come to us and say, well, we developed our brand a long time ago. It's relatively strong, but everybody, every department, every employee here just does their own thing with it. That can mean one of two potential recommendations. One would just be simply to create clarity with your existing brand and to make sure that there are checks and balances in place, proper brand guidelines, making sure that everything runs through the right funnels. Or a, a rebrand can actually be a really great uh, way for you to create some more continuity in your in your business. So if you're struggling with internal kind of uh, people running free or if you're leveling up as a business or another option would be if you're completely changing your service offering or if you're integrating something completely new that hasn't been a part of your service offering to date. There's a lot of different reasons why, but those are a few of the ones that come up the most often for us in terms of why somebody might actually think about rebranding and if you're in one of those situations, I would encourage you to potentially think think about whether or not that's something that you'd be interested in doing. It's definitely, and I feel this because I just went through it, <laughs> I have a lot of empathy for how much work goes into it mm -hmm. because it's one thing for me to know how to do it and and also sell it to our clients and understand the value and measure the value. And it's a completely another thing for me to sit in the quote unquote client seat and have to go through it for myself, have to see different variations of a brand and respond and fine tune and, you know, whittle it down to something that's focused and use language that resonates and, you know, go through the whole kit and caboodle and also put my money where my mouth is and actually spend those dollars. Mm -hmm. it, it gives me such an appreciation for the money that our clients spend on developing a great brand. And it also gives me a, such a clear look at the fact that spending that money provides you immediate value. Mm. I mean, just in the initial launch of of this brand, uh, of just even the the kind of like pre-launch of showing people, it is immediate. They're like, "Whoa, you really are taking things to the next level. We should have a conversation." Mm. And that's just the pre-launch, right? So imagine the the potential impact for your brand if you were to consider that. 
I'm not saying it's for everybody, but if you are in one of those situations we talked about, it can make a big, big difference as it has for us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think that even ties in what you had said too and what we're really all about, which is that creative side, but also that strategic side. Those things have to go hand in hand in order for you to be successful. Yeah, definitely. And I guess to kind of round out the overall recommendation of if you are considering a rebrand, here's just a couple of things (laughs) that ladder up to the top for me. I would really encourage you to keep a detailed record of all of the work that's done through the process of the rebrand. You're going to go through a a lot of different variations. Uh, You're going to go through a lot of different words. You're going to go through just a lot of versions of different things through a rebrand. And you want to keep all those things on hand. And you also don't want to delete all of the stuff that you've done historically either. It's always a good idea for you to keep those things on hand. And that's something that our team is pretty diligent about just because if we ever need to go back, we always have access to to things. And because it's a fluid process, really, it's not Mm -hmm. just a one and done situation. It's definitely takes takes time and sometimes you need to go backwards because it's just not landing the further and further you go. The other thing is work with a good trademark attorney. Make sure that you have a really great contact in that regard and also make sure that your name is protectable. That's something that I really wanted to prioritize. I knew that as we moved into this next phase, that was something that we really needed to prioritize and I would encourage you to to do that too. And then I guess the the third thing that I would really consider is don't underestimate how long it's going to take. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless you're working with a, a team of professionals who do this for a living. I mean, we were able to probably turn around this brand in probably about a quarter. We started this process about three months ago and we're professionals. So imagine how long that might take for an internal team of people who are used to simply just doing marketing, but now they're having to rebrand something entirely. Consider that it's going to take a little while, even if you're working with a professional team. Three months is no joke. We had to really cram it in there uh, like we do for our clients pretty often. But um, And we did a lot, probably more than we typically would do. And that is something that just takes time. So don't underestimate that that time component. Yeah, I love that. Sean, I have a question for you before we wrap up. Okay. What are you most excited about for this rebrand for Mallard? I think that it really captures what we do in a really clear way, going back to what you said at the very beginning. I'm not saying that the name itself, like Mallard Agency, doesn't necessarily tell you exactly what we do, but everything that surrounds it has been purposefully assembled to create clarity for how we can add value for people. And I am so incredibly compelled that that value does not just lie on the client side, but that it lies internally too. Mm -hmm. Our business is a special place to spend every day. And I feel like our new brand really represents that. If you uh, were in the process of building out a brand new office and construction takes a while, but it's on its way. And one of my favorite things that I actually just reviewed earlier today that our designer had worked on were our core values posters. And I really just love the way that the brand is seeping into everything Mm -hmm. that we do and defining everything that we do, including our internal culture. So I'm excited to see how that takes shape and... Hopefully it takes us to new heights. Awesome. Well, Delaney, I'm super excited to have you on the team. That's an I'm like actually very, very excited <laughs> <laughs> to have you on the team. You're a, a great right hand woman to have in our corner and you've already added so much value. I mean that truthfully, those aren't empty words. And actually right before this, Mike was telling me how great you were. So oh. I'm excited to see you continue to bring Mallard to life because that's one of your 
core responsibilities. Oh, yeah. So if it's not showing up in the world, it's Delaney's fault, not there mine. You go. Blame me. Uh, <laughs> Delaney, tell me some of the, the ways that people can get involved with Mallard and where should they even look if they're interested in learning more about this, what this rebrand even looks like. Well, you absolutely need to check it out because it is incredible. You can check out our website, Mallard Agency, follow us on social media, LinkedIn, and of course, the podcast itself. We're just constantly wanting to not only post the work that we do, but add value to y'all who follow us and to help y'all have successful marketing and business endeavors as well. Definitely. And if you anybody really wants a hat or a sweet t-shirt, we have some really cool merch that just dropped. Is that what the kids say these days? Yeah, these just days? about. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. We're excited about this, and we hope that it welcomes you along for the ride, too. Uh, our hope is that this adds value for you and adds clarity if you ever are interested in working with Mallard. We're so excited, and we hope you are, too. We'll talk to everybody soon. 